0: Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the great resignation. And if you haven't already done so, sign up for this podcast, subscribe, share this podcast with others who need this information. The great resignation, better yet, surviving the great resignation resignation. Hmm. Is this what you think it is? Well, far too many businesses. Well, these leaders are relying on hopium to retain top talent. There's your new word for today. Hopium. There is no plan. There is no strategy. And sadly, there is little hope of keeping star performers. As the post pandemic mass migration begins, you've heard me talk about that before that we are experiencing the post pandemic mass migration. I want you to prepare yourself for the coming resignations you do not see coming. You will be shocked, you will be hurt and you will eventually be angry when people you have invested in announce their departure from the team you're going to be heart- you're going to feel like you were almost betrayed when people that you've trusted people that you've uh, become accustomed to being on your team announce a departure hmm when things are uncertain professionally people tend to stay put And listen to this from Anthony Klotz at Texas A&M. He said, we are beginning to experience pent up resignations that did not happen during the pandemic. And listen to this quote. He said, the numbers are multiplied by the pandemic related epiphanies about family time, about remote work, about long commutes, about passion projects, about life and death and what it all means that can make people turn away from the traditional office grind. And I tend to agree. This is a reflection time for many people. Time to reflect upon what they're doing, why they're doing it, and probably most impactful for this podcast, how they were doing it. Businesses are struggling with the decision to continue with work from home Or should they bring people back to the office? And this struggle is going to get worse moving forward. And listen to this survey. This is a survey by Prudential, the insurance company. 25% of workers are in the process of looking for a new job with a new employer. What are you going to do when more and more of your team approach you with a rival offer? Are you prepared? What is your plan? And for some companies, it may be too late. How your people feel about the boss and the company, well, that's already baked in. And nothing is going to change their opinion of the company short term. If you have taken your top performers for granted by not showing sincere appreciation, or worse, you mistreated them. you will not be able to prevent the departure. they are already gone mentally, and as part of my leadership training, I show people the this this vitality curve where it's slanted towards our poor performers because we punish our good performers with more work because it's easy. we don't have to check up you don't ask a poor performer to come in on Saturday and do a special project because you're going to have to check on them and it might not be done well the first time anyway. So who do we call? We call our best players, the people that we rely on the most. Well, those are most at risk in today's reality. Those people you rely on, those people you depend on, those people you trust to get things done. Many of them are gone mentally. However, Let's look at the flip side. If you have been deliberate as a leader to show appreciation and keep your people challenged, you may still have a chance to mitigate the impact of the migration on your business. But folks, do not wait any longer. It is time to roll up your sleeves and get to work. The pandemic has caused people to rethink careers, revisit expectations, and change plans. According to the same Prudential survey, 42%, that's nearly half of remote workers will insist on remaining in work from home status. And then others who want to go back to work are frustrated with restricted workspaces. They're tired of the restrictions. They're tired of the masking. They're tired of talking about vaccination. Some see the pandemic as the opportunity, well, to make a strategic move professionally and financially. Look, it is open season on talent, and the mass exodus is happening. Listen to this quote from Jared Brennan. A lot, and I mean a lot, of folks are suffering from burnout right now. The lines between home life and work life have blurred. And the tsunami of back-to-back meetings, the lack of drive time at the end of the day to decompress before dinner, folks are a mess, he says. So I'm saying you must be sensitive to employee needs now more than ever. And as more leave your company, you will pass work to the remaining team, compounding the stress. And yes, more will go. So what can you do? What can you do about it? Well, here's my prescription for you. Begin an intervention with all key employees and start with your top performers. You can slow this exodus by acting fast. Have deep and meaningful conversations about career plans and professional development goals. Give them access to long-term training and other enrichment opportunities inside and outside the organization. I'm working with several companies that are on the right track. They have teams, especially key leadership teams, rolled in, enrolled in 12-month and 15-month leadership programs that I offer. They want to keep them engaged and challenged. You can also offer them access to conferences and other pay-for-professional development. It may sound expensive at first, but it's cheaper, actually much cheaper than losing and replacing a key employee. So if if you've never paid for college before, if you've never paid for conferences before, I'm saying it's a good idea to start offering those right away. Send them to conferences where they can grow, where they can expand, and you help mitigate the loss. Keep your employees challenged. And make them feel important to keep them. Here's something else you can do. Really listen to your employees. Do not make blanket policies based on your assumptions of where they are mentally about their careers. And you are likely going to have large blind spots regarding what you think your people really want. I'm saying, do not guess. I help organizations create what I call stay interviews to ask employees what they truly desire from work. And many workers have refocused their lives around family, deciding that that long commute that sucked two or three hours out of their day just wasn't worth it, or Maybe they found a new calling. I know people in professional spaces that have gone into entirely new careers, teaching, or other service jobs where they can serve. And listen to this quote from Janet Meek. Demand for talent is at an unprecedented high. The pent-up frustration of the typical employee is exceptionally high, coupled with the fact that most companies either did pay cuts or stagnated wages during the COVID crisis and add in the personal priority shifts of the individual worker and we are heading into the storm of the century. It's not hyperbolic. I've been talking about the impact this COVID-19 pandemic was gonna have on the workplace for the last year. And it's even worse than you imagine. Because top performers, well, they rarely leave alone. They just don't leave alone. Because when they get to their, well, their new location, their new job, they're going to have people that they would like to bring with them. And I teach companies to compound talent acquisition by asking newly hired talent to identify other potential top performers from previous employers. That's right. If I'm helping an organization with a talent strategy, I say, when you get the good employee from the other company, make sure you ask them who else they can bring with them because top talent is attracted to other top performers and more people are willing to follow if the new job seems to have positive potential. These new hires become the opening into the other company the opening into previous employers for strategic hiring opportunities. Remember, I'm talking about strategy. The old way of hiring is gone. You have to be more strategic. You have to think this through. You have to be five moves ahead. If I get one engineer from that company, I want to get their top three. And as a rule, listen to this rule. If you can get one top performer from an organization, you should attempt to get at least two more past two. Well, and the quality of the talent tends to deteriorate because top performers are truly rare. So let me say that again. If you hire one top performer from another company or a competitor, try to get two more. I call it the rule of three. And guess what? When your top performers Announce a better offer. You will be tempted. To make a counter offer. To save that top performer. Should you? Should you make a counter offer? Well it's a complex decision. And some experts. Well they say no. Let them, listen to Carrie Styles. She says let them go. Let them go. Because if they stay. Neither will be happy. Things will go downhill, and the new job they were so excited to start will have faded away, possibly never found again. Now, I'm not saying I agree with Carrie Styles. Making a counteroffer is not always a bad idea. It's not always a bad idea, but it depends on the circumstances. It is like repairing a personal relationship at the point of breakup. If both sides are not fully transparent about current reality and the desires for the future, it can undoubtedly backfire for both parties. It's similar to rehiring someone that has quit or rehiring someone you let go or keeping people you have demoted. If we're not extremely careful, unchecked problems and resentments will surface in the future. You must get to the root of the problem and address it at that level. So let's say that again. Should you make a counteroffer? My advice is rarely rarely. If someone is leaving, there are issues that need to be resolved. And if you bring them back without fully and wholly resolving those issues, they are going to surface again in the future. If it's just about money, well, guess what? They're going to want more money in the future. If it's about being overworked, they're going to readdress being overworked in the future. If it is about whom they work with, That pain will resurface in the future. So my instinct is to tell you when it comes time to make a counteroffer, don't default to yes as a first option. Make it a rare option. And make sure that if you do, it is accompanied by a deep cleansing conversation about the reason the person was considering a change in the first place. And then some of you, some of you listening around the world, well, you may have just been lucky up to this point. And I know companies right now who are just lucky because if you are underpaying people because of a great culture that you have or because you've promoted work-life balance, you're going to get busted eventually because guess what? So many people are changing jobs that we're all going to be affected. People in our circles, people that are in our circles of influence are going to be changing jobs and they talk to each other. So you must develop a proactive plan to address inequities ahead of time. So 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I created a seven part written strategy for retaining top talent. And I have a 12 minute introduction of this strategy. And if you wanna find it, just Google these words, leading the tribes with John Grubbs. So let me say that again. If you want to find a 12 minute video 12 minute introduction to my seven part written strategy for retaining top talent. Google these words Leading the tribes with John Grubbs. Leading the tribes with John Grubbs. You can find a 12 minute video to summarize my seven part written strategy for retaining top talent. It's yours for free. There is a class there that you can take that goes deeper, but this is my gift to you. 12 minutes of understanding about what components I recommend in your winning strategy to retain top talent. So what's my advice? People say, John, what do you want me to do with this information? You've given us a lot. What my advice is to act now. Act now. Under no circumstances should you wait. Do not wait. Start having meaningful conversations with your top performers. And be brutally honest. Be brutally open about your concerns. And try to get to where they are intellectually about their role in your company and make sure your top performers are challenged and appreciated. Make sure they know that they are important. Ensure they know the importance of their work for the team. Sadly, you will not stop all losses. You will get heartbroken. You will be disappointed when people that you've Never expected approach you with a letter of resignation or a two-week notice. But you will save a few. You can save a few. So let's get to work. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it on all of your social media platforms. Let's get the message out. Let's get the message out that may help some companies stop the great resignation. And if you want to get a hold of me, If you want to interact with me, go to www.johngrubbs.com. That's my website, and there's tons of free information that you can have access to. There's even a free book. You can get one of my leadership books for free. You can download it as a PDF file, or if you read your books on Kindle, you can download it as a Mobi file. It's my free gift to you. You're giving me the most precious gift one human can give another, and that is your time. And I give that book away just to say thank you. Thank you for giving me that precious gift. Thank, thank you for giving me that gift of your time. You can also send me uh, requests for podcast topics. If you have a question that you want me to answer on an episode, just send me a message. Say, so, hey, I would like your input on this topic or that topic, and I will I will do my best to accommodate your request. I mean, we've got people all over the world. I want to know how it's how this is feeling in your organization, in your country, in your job market. I want to know if it's the same. Is it different? Are you experiencing some of the same challenges we're facing here in the USA? This podcast is for crazy people because crazy people get things done. This podcast is for people crazy enough to go big, When others are living small, we play large on this podcast because we are crazy enough to win. Don't forget to subscribe until next time.